Hello and welcome to Cousin Chat, where we talk about what matters. I'm your host, Donna Pazant, and today we are talking about adoption and the blessing that it can be. And so for today's chat, I have joining me entrepreneur and author, Regina Smithwick. Regina, say hello to the people. Hello, good people. Hello. Hope everybody's doing well. Thank you, Donna, as always. <laughs> and so today, Regina is joining me as the author. So she has written a book entitled Adoption, The Unknown Blessing. And so I want to talk a little bit about her book. You know, well, actually, I would like for her to talk a little bit about her book. Um, Regina, what made you decide to write this book in the first place? Well, the book stems from finding my birth family. But before even that, my cousin, um, one of my new cousins, her name is Terry Booker. Um, she, the way everything kind of came together, she was like, you have to write a book about this. This is so unorthodox, like the way you found your family. It only took you, you know, a matter of hours. You got it together. And she said, people, you'll be inspiring people to go find their families if you do this. And, you know, I was thinking about myself at first, but when I really started thinking about it, I was like, you know what, this is not about me. If God got me to this point, it's for me to help other people. So when I put me out of the way and actually thought about the purpose and, and the reasoning, then I went ahead and wrote the book. Now, you knew me almost 30 something years. I ain't never say, hey, I want to be an author. And nobody, I mean, I never wanted to be an author. But, you know, things happen. God makes his ways and, and it just happened. And I am an author. So I am blessed about that. But that's the reason why I wrote the book. Yeah, and it's so fascinating. You know, when I read it, I was so surprised by so much of it. See, first of all, I didn't even know you were adopted. So when the book came out, <laughs> I'm like, what? I mean, I just really had no idea. So, you know, when I was reading it, you know, I, when I got to chapter four, you know, it's, um, I found, uh, you know, you, where well, you found your birth family and it says, um, I found my birth family. Now what? You know, and you describe the first visit. You know, how often do you relive those moments, like those first moments in your mind? How often do you relive that, that first visit? Um, I think about it sometimes because it's still kind of amazing. I can tell you this is how I think about it. When I was talking to my siblings, I was talking to my dad, my birth dad, I just keep looking at them because I can't believe how much we look like. And I'll just stare at them while we're talking. And they'd be like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I just can't believe that you're my brother, you're my father. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Still, even though it's been a, a year and a half almost, it just feels so unreal that I have all this new family and cousins and stuff like that. So when um, you talk about like meeting him the first time and he came to the house, it was just like, oh my gosh, I see where my height came from. I see where my eyes came from. Like it's just, it's just, it's overwhelming. It's, it's great. It's wonderful, but it's overwhelming at the same time. So even before you got to that point of meeting them, there had to have been an emotional roller coaster, like just going through your mind, like, okay, from the very beginning where you even thought about, okay, well, do I do it? Do I not? Am I ready? You know, just a whole lot of emotions, you know, going through you with this, you know, whole process. You know, can you talk a little bit about some of the emotions that you felt, you know, on this journey? 
Um, the emotions. Hmm. Okay, so the first part of the emotions is finally admitting that I was adopted to other people. That right there was the first emotion because that was the reason why I didn't because I didn't want people to use it against me. And that's something I decided as a child. And I never revisited that emotion until I turned 50. So when that came about, I was like, you know what? It's time, it's time. Because I felt like I was just, I was lying all my life and I just couldn't do it no more. So I just went ahead and just decided to go ahead and tell the world and get it off my chest. And since then I have flourished amazingly. I've been happy. I feel present in the moment. I just feel great about everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so kids can be cruel. So I totally understand that part about wanting to keep that part of your life to yourself yeah. until you are ready. Yeah. Well, I mean, now I'm learning because this whole thing was supposed to happen. God just had this in the divine order of me doing what I did because I was supposed to be a testimony for somebody. And so even though I kept a lie going for 40 something years because I was about six or seven when I found out I was adopted and 50, so about 40 something years. I just, I didn't realize how much it affected my life. I didn't realize that when I did that, it manifested into me not loving myself the way I should have. I didn't realize it manifested, just like you manifest for good, you can do it for bad. So when you think that you can't tell somebody who you really are because of fear of being rejected, so then I'm a people pleaser, then I need validation, then I'm feeling insecure, then I'm choosing wrong men and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. All this stems from me not loving myself and it manifests to all these other parts of my life. So the lesson I learned from this is get to the core, figure out what's going on with you. And when you do that, everything else works itself out. And that's what ended up happening with me. I, when I did that, I felt relief. When I first announced it on my birthday, everybody's faces dropped. Like, and then, you know, it was funny, though, because some people was like, well, why you didn't tell me? I'm like, it's not about you. Right. <laughs> this is not about you. Like, it's obviously it was that easy. I was being told you, but you don't understand. It's hard to it's hard to explain to someone who's not adopted the feelings that you have. Just like it's hard to explain to people. Like, for example, I'm a mother of twins, right? I can't tell you about twins like that. I'm not a twin. I'm a mother of twins. I birthed twins, but twins have their own little codes. Mm-hmm. I could, I help raise them, but they still, they have something that I don't understand because I'm not one of them. Same, same process when you know about somebody's adopted. Everybody adopted, it got, it's so many different facets of adoption and ways that people feel about it. You know, it, it, nobody's cookie cutter. It's not one way of happening. It just happens. Everybody has different stories. If you ask everybody who's adopted, they'll tell you something totally different. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I hear you. So, you know, I guess that leads me to uh, my next thought. You know, so throughout your book, you have inspirational quotes and different facts about adoption. And so I was wondering, why did you, or why was it important for you to have these things included, you know, in your book? Because I wanted to not just tell my story, but I wanted to get resources 
I wanted this to be a resource type of book, an inspirational book, motivating for you to go do it and to tell you how to do it. I just don't want to tell you a story and then leave you there. And you, you know, if you are somebody who um, wanted to find your parents, I can at least say, hey, here's the information, here's a website, here's some spiritual quotes to give you the motivation, because it's hard. There's people out there right now that I know personally was not going to do it or, or maybe hesitating on doing it because they don't want to know the unknown. Like the way it is right now, it's like having a Band-Aid on it, but they don't want to rip the Band-Aid off and put a stitch on it. They just want to keep putting them, they want to hold that Band-Aid up there because that's what they know. They're familiar with the Band-Aid and they don't know because every family is not going to accept you. Every Everybody's not going to be open arms with you because they have their own issues. That's the reason why you were given, you know, and not given away, you were placed into a family. That's a difference. I'm learning the terminologies of adoption now. Okay. As to more adopted people and people advocates, they are like, you're not, you was not given away, you were placed. There's a difference. And that's the reason why we are categorized as these children that they people throw away like trash. And they, you know, they didn't want you, they gave you somebody, you know. That's where it starts, and that's why we think of it that bad way because of the terminologies that we use to ascribe adoption. So interesting. So guys, look, if you're, you know, thank you for listening to us today, but I, I really wanted to do this chat because I wanted it to be something that was encouraging. And I just knew that Regina would be the perfect person to do this with oh, me. Oh, thank you. You know, it is November and it is Adoption Awareness Month. And so that's why I wanted to not only just have her on here because she is well aware of this topic, but I also wanted to help promote her, her book, you no. know, Adoption, The Unknown Blessing. But I also wanted to encourage those who might also be in the same, you know, shoes that she has walked in already. So if you're listening, um, and you must be because you're still here, <laughs> and you want to follow Cousin Chat, please do so at um, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can listen to us on the streaming platforms such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts and Cousin Chat, C-U-Z-N-C-H-A-T dot com. And um, we always leave you something to think about. And um, so my takeaway for today is, you know, I, I now I'm thinking, because I want to make sure my terminology is correct, Regina, I was thinking that, you know, being adopted is a blessing. And I was just thinking, you know, to remember, if you were adopted, that means that somebody chose you. Mm-hmm. You know, and whether or not you choose to decide to look for your biological family, you know, that's your choice. And, you know, your journey is yours. And mm-hmm. nobody can tell you how to feel or what you should do or not do. And, you know, your journey belongs to you. And, you know, that's all I could would just say is just, you know, use your resources that are out there and just be encouraged you know Regina do you have anything to add to the takeaway yeah I'll pay back on what you just said uh for my adoptees out there when you're chosen God chose you not just one two three but four times because they gave you two parents that actually brought you in this world biologically you need them because without them you wouldn't be here and then he blessed you again with two other parents that took you and chose you to be a part of their family. 
everybody can't say that. So we are special. We are very, very special. So think about that. Now, if you're in a process or maybe thinking about finding your birth family, I would really strongly, strongly, um, um, strongly, strongly, strongly suggest that because just for medical purposes alone is a good enough for you to find them. Even if you're not trying to get a, a, a attachment to them, you're not trying to start off, okay, that's fine. That's fine. Everybody has their own reasoning. But think about your medical and think about if you have kids, they're medical because remember you're the first line in your family now because you don't know where you came from. So at least do it for your medical, but it's really, really important for you to find out where you're from just for your family to know at least where you're from. That's a great, great thing to do for your future grandkids and great grandkids because they need to know it's just like they don't know anything. So that would be my takeaway. Perfect. So before we completely end today, Regina, tell them how they can find your book. My book, Adoption, the Unknown Blessing, is on Amazon. Um, you just look up Adoption, the Unknown Blessing. It'll come right up. Very easy to find. And you can purchase on Amazon. And I really, really, really um, will thank you so much for your support because with my book, I'm actually doing proceeds to um, help foster children, children as well as adopted children. Um, the foster kids system every day 50 kids age out of the foster care system and they are told goodbye they, they don't have they, they don't they wash their hands because legally they are adults and they can't do nothing else with them and i wanted to be able to help these kids because who am i that's why i said the unknown blessing because i'm complaining about being adopted it's like kids out there that wants to be adopted and they can't and they're out there on the world on the, on their own so anytime you buy a book, it's going toward a good cause. So I do appreciate your support. Well, I appreciate you being here, Regina. So once again, that's it for Cousin Chat. So everybody, I'm Donna. And I'm Regina. Okay, be blessed, everybody. Have a good night. Bye.